1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. You picked a great time to listen because joining us right now is Brandon Harvath. He's the president and CEO of Christian Care Ministry. And, you know, prior to CCM, Brandon served as the CEO at St. Francis Healthcare in Wilmington, Delaware. He's a homeschooling father of seven, so he needs prayer. And he's also passionate about family and the freedom to choose educational and healthcare options that align with faith and values. Brandon, it's good to have you with us here on Mornings with Tom hey, and Tommy. Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. We're glad to have you and to speak with you. And I'm wondering, how can Christian consumers have the greatest impact on today's culture wars? Yeah, it's a great question, Tommy. And I got to tell you, probably like no other time in modern history, do Christians have meaningful market alternative options to actually choose things that are faith-based, right? The things that align with their values. And this isn't easy in today's environment. We're not talking about the simple issue of, hey, let's boycott this or boycott that. We're talking about proactively making choices in our day-to-day spending, in our day-to-day banking, in our healthcare choices, things and organizations and ministries uh, that align with our values rather than go against them. Okay, I'm absolutely loving this, Brandon. Thank you so much for, for that. You're hearing the voice of Brandon Harvath with um, Christian Care Ministry. And Brandon, uh, let me ask you this, because it seems like being followers of Christ, we're not necessarily known for what we stand for, but it seems like what we're standing against. So I love that you took us there. So um, let me ask you this question, though. Uh, you mentioned a, a term like value-aligned spending. So why is that important as a follower of Christ? Well, I, you know, I mean, I think when you when you consider every dollar, okay, every dollar that passes through your hand, every single one of them is a stewardship moment and it's stewardship opportunity. When it comes out the other side of your hand, you have one question to ask: Did it further the kingdom? Did it proclaim the name of Christ? Did it actually send forth the gospel, or did it not? And and in many cases, I, I think for years Christians were happy with it just being a neutral, you know, question. Well, you know. We didn't do anything bad with our dollars today. That's not good enough anymore. We have to think deeply. We have to think hard. And these these questions aren't e- always easy to answer. And frankly, sometimes it might even cost us a little more money. But come on, if we're going to see that dollar come into our hand, I want to make sure as a father, as a husband, 
uh, as a dad, as a follower of Christ, right, that that dollar comes out the other side furthering the gospel and furthering the kingdom of God and not evil, right? And I think those are conscious decisions we now have to make like never before in Christians in today's world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we can see in the early church and in the Christians there is that they uh, really shared a lot. Why do you believe it's important for Christians today to share each other's everyday burdens, much like those early church Christians in the book of Acts? And how does that apply yeah. to us in the 21st century? <laughs> it's so hard sometimes just to admit, right? I, I, I think this is Western culture in so many ways, but, um, you know, certainly the modern man, right? You just think about your life today. How hard is it to just ask a brother or sister in Christ uh, when you have a need, right? Just to ask mm-hmm. them for help. Mm-hmm. And there's something about pride in, in the very nature of our sin, uh, at the core of who we are. It just keeps us so many times from just going to a brother and sister and asking for help. It's okay, uh, by the way, and, and I think culturally acceptable to do things like, well, you go into your app and you might dial up an Uber ride, right? But are you willing to ask your neighbor next door for a ride when you might need one? And simple examples like that as Christians, we have an opportunity to live differently, right? To live different than the world. And yeah, you look at the early church. What a beautiful example. I struggle with Acts 2. I really do. You look at Acts 2 and Acts 2.42, and and you see examples there where uh, the word says, and Luke writes for us, that the believers came together, shared, and, and had all things in common. That's difficult. And then you look later in Acts 6 and you see where you've got this fissure happening, this little crack beginning uh, in the church where the widow's needs, the Hellenists in particular, and Luke calls them out as, you know, essentially the outsiders, right? The outsiders of their culture, not the Jews, not the uh, the born residents there, if you will, uh, were having their needs neglected. And they brought in uh, deacons, if you will, to actually fill that gap. And I think in so many ways, connecting needs with resources in the church today is precisely why organizations like Christian Care Ministry exist. I I like to kind of think of this as exactly that, a a modern 21st century massive deacon ministry, connecting needs with resources. That's what we do. You're in a conversation with Brandon Harveth. He's the president and CEO of Christian Care Ministry. And we're just talking about what it means to be a Christian consumer today. How can we have the greatest impact in today's culture. Thanks for being with us. And, you know, Brandon, I've got a quick question for you here. Uh, You're talking about different things that as a a Christian consumer, we have uh, opportunities that we've never really had before. We can actually... be specific with the dollars that we spend and how we spend them so that we can either, you know, like share the love of Jesus or go a route that, um, well, let's just call it what it is, an evil route, because there are some people that uh, take those dollars and use them for things that we don't necessarily believe in. But how would you actually define this intersection of faith and sharing with one another those burdens that you were talking about that we see in Acts chapter 2? Yeah, so let me let me give you a couple of examples that are really specific and might help your listeners out. So uh, we bank, and, and this is important, when you think of that dollar I was explaining before the break, you know, going through your hand and how it comes out the other side, are you furthering the kingdom or aren't you? And it's a simple question, right? But when we bank, and just as an example, we, we don't walk down the street to, you know, your typical Fortune 100 or your, your local uh, bank branch. We actually bank with a Christian organization uh, called ACCU, America's Christian Credit Union. Uh, go figure. You put a dollar in, and what actually comes out the other side is not only you know benefit for that dollar uh, in terms of how you steward it personally, uh, but it also furthers the kingdom because we're physically building churches 
with those dollars through bank loans. We're putting Christians in Christian mortgages, right? And these are folks who have agreed to the same statement of faith that we do. So it's an amazing, it's a simple example, but a, a really, really good one. Christian Care Ministry, another great example. We offer a massive uh, nationwide program. It's global. Uh, we have missionaries uh, that use it all over the world called MediShare, okay? Very simple market alternative uh, to traditional insurance. And this is about Christians coming together and sharing in one another's burdens. So this isn't insurance, right? Uh, this is actually Christians committing uh, with one another in membership uh, as the body of Christ, that when they have a medical bill, they're going to be there for one another and share in one another's burdens. Now, I, I think oftentimes we, we let these little things in life like fear uh, get in the way of mm. faith, right? And, and sin get in the way of faith. And our desire to uh, maybe just uh, have something that's popular or cool get in the way of furthering the gospel. And that's crazy. In today's world, there's so many wonderful market opportunities that we can go to. And by the way, I'll just give you a plug right now and say this show is an excellent example, right, of a Christ-centered alternative, market alternative, where you can get the information that you need, but you're furthering the kingdom. You're hearing about the gospel. You're getting encouraged uh, throughout the day. Uh, and that's another wonderful example of how, you know, Christians today can just be different, right? And uh, choose market alternatives that further the kingdom of God. Oh, really appreciate that. You know, just hearing about some of the things that your organization is doing that helps Christians come together and share the burden. How can the global church do a better job of connecting needs with resources? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'll tell you, I, I don't know that we've got an excellent answer yet, Tavi. And this is uh, this is the exact problem that we're working on. And I shared with you all earlier, we see ourselves as a 21st century deacon ministry and thinking about really creative and awesome ways where we can identify the needs in the church. So medical bills are an excellent way. We get the opportunity to walk with people through some of their deepest valleys in life. I mean, you imagine in church uh, this coming Sunday, in the pew next to you, there are going to be people who are losing a loved one, who just had a life-changing cancer diagnosis, who, who just, I, I mean, you name it, and they're walking through the deepest, deepest valleys in life. We have the extreme privilege, and I mean this from a ministry perspective, the extreme privilege of walking alongside those folks every single day, praying with them, encouraging them, exhorting them with scripture, and helping them with the practical need of sharing in that medical bill uh, to take care of that burden. And that's that's what it looks like when the body of Christ comes together. And I think there are a thousand other creative ways that we can do that. We leverage a lot of technology, and I think uh, Christians today have the opportunity for the glory of God, right, for the glory of God to maximize the use of incredible things like technology to just do awesome awesome things and create market alternatives um, in various spaces today, which is what we're doing here at Christian Care Ministry. So. Wow. Uh, just thank you so much. You're hearing from Brandon Harvath. He is the president and CEO of Christian Care Ministries. And well, let me ask you specifically about your organization, Brandon. Somebody's hearing about this thinking, wow, this is what I've been looking for. I've been looking for an opportunity to be involved and to share and to be a part of a community that may be a little bit outside of the, the normal mainstream flow of insurance. And, and, and I'm not sure where my dollars are going to go once they leave my hand. So um, how can people learn more about Christian Care Ministry? And maybe it's health sharing programs. Yeah. So Christian Care Ministry has been serving in this uh, particular space. And I'll just share this with your listeners. We're an association of churches. Okay. So we're a nonprofit faith-based association of churches. You sign our statement of faith. 
which is Trinitarian Nicene Creedish. It's uh, a wonderful, simple statement of faith that you agree to be a part of this body, this uh, group of Christians uh, who want to share in each other's medical bills, but a number of other ministries that are available and at your disposal as well. You can check all of them, all of those out at metashare.com or mychristiancare.org to hear some of our other uh, programs. We've been doing this now, by the way, for 30 years. Uh, this year alone, we will share or process uh, somewhere around uh, $1.5 billion in medical bills. <laughs> and we serve people in all 50 states uh, and uh, missionaries and various folks around the world. So it's an exciting uh, way to just, uh, and, and I'll say, have a solution for your healthcare needs that won't pay for abortions, right? Won't pay for things like sex reassignment surgeries, won't pay for those things that you know you don't want your dollars as a Christian, as a faith-based person uh, who believes in the word of God, you don't want your dollars going toward. Uh, that's where you can uh, think about options like Christian care ministry uh, instead, so.